We are living in unprecedented times. No matter what industry you come from, we must all review, rethink, and reinvent ourselves. Are you an entrepreneur that is trying to adapt your business to the new norm? Well, you are listening to the 2020 Entrepreneur, a podcast that will motivate you and have you think outside of the box. My name is Hugo Almeida, and with over 30 years of being an entrepreneur, I am here to share and inspire you with my experiences and help invent a new you. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to T20E World. Hugo here, and today I have a special guest with me here, my friend. See, that's the beauty of podcasting, that guest eventually become your friends man you share so much in common and i just love it chris mccormack welcome back to our studio chris thank you for allowing me to come back for another episode man i had a blast for episode 43 yeah just so to our listeners anyone who did not hear episode 43 which was working from anywhere literally anywhere in the world that episode chris by the way it blew up I mean, within a day, we hit record downloads. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. That's cool. Yeah, we had a blast, though. That was a great conversation. And for those people that don't know Chris, Chris is a world traveler, photographer, humanitarian, and a public speaker. Chris, you've been traveling all over the world. God knows, last seven years, right? Yep, yep. I've been been around the block and back. <laughs> I remember then mentioning the Amazon and oh, somewhere up in near North Pole or something. Svalbard. No that's way. right. I couldn't yep. remember the name. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. great. So, Chris, welcome back. Today, I'm excited because as a follow-up to your travels and world experiences and all the different cultures you've been around, we're going to be talking about that journey in life, right? Yeah. So, the hardest part of any journey is the first step. Wow. Isn't that crazy to think about? I love it. Just getting that ball rolling. That's right. An object in motion will stay in motion. An object in rest will stay at rest. You got that right. And that is really powerful if you think about that. I've fallen victim to this still to this day. Well, I think, listen, I think we all do. I think it might be human nature to fall victim to feeling overwhelmed, feeling just... Think about it. You're stepping outside of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Well, you're thinking about it, right? You're thinking all the time about stepping forward. Right. Outside of that comfort level. Yep. I mean, that could be that beautiful journey you're you're about to begin. Yep. But that's the hardest part. It's yeah. amazing because I don't know why we feel this way or we think this way, but we just think of the worst things that are going to happen to us. It's the fear of not knowing. What's going to happen? Like, oh, well, this might go wrong. Or <laughs> I might mess this up or I might fail at this. Oh, yeah, but what goodness. if you don't? That's what right. if you don't fail at it and you thrive and you succeed at that? What if you don't fail? <sighs> Why can't we think about the positives instead of the negatives about going outside of that comfort zone? That's so funny. I always say that to people. You know, I'm like, listen, why do you got to think so negative? They see a cloud, they're getting ready for the storm. Yeah. I'm like, man, listen, the winds can shift just a slight bit. Yeah. And that sun is still there, man. Yeah. You know, it's still it could shine in another two minutes. You know, if you're a photographer, that overcast, yes. perfect lighting. You don't need any <laughs> flash or anything. <laughs> I love it. Talk to me a little bit more about this, though. Let's say, okay, so the hardest part of any journey, right? It's taking that first step. What is it? Looking too far down the road? I mean, I know it could be overwhelming, right? Yes. But what's your recommendation? Like, what do you think in there? When I climbed that volcano in Bali, Mount Ogung, and I saw the size of that volcano at the bottom, and I said to myself, how am I going to do this? I have no idea how I'm going to do this. All right, hold on. I got to stop you there. You hiked to the summit? Yeah, Mount Ogung. 
Holy cow. That's, I remember, a, that's impressive. I remember thinking, it actually, it erupted a couple years ago. But you weren't, it's not like you were climbing or training for this, were you? I was on spring break. If, so oh, if, spring, if, if, yeah, if, if, if you were listening so, to episode 43, if not, go back, no, check it out. Yeah, like Hugo I remember said, you it was mentioning a, this, but I didn't think, you were at the yeah, peak. It was four of us. We went all the way to the top. Just to get a little sidetracked here, but talk yeah. to me about that. Because I got a great friend here. He was actually a guest, Wilson Kriegel. But he's like an expert. The guy flew to Ecuador, man. Okay. He went. He flew to Ecuador to start. He's a mountaineer. Yeah. Wow. And he does all the U.S., all the big summits and everything. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's crazy. Impressive. He went there, though. He, he, he's crazy. He flew to Ecuador. And I said, listen, be concerned about getting uh, altitude sickness. It's, it's real. Not, it's not the same as... It's a, a real thing. It's real. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to fast forward everything, he learned the hard way. Let's yeah. just say that he was back on a plane. And that was even crazy is to get back on a plane yep. a day and a half later, which is not really recommended, right? I no. would not recommend no. that to somebody. So talk to me. So what did you feel? I mean, I felt overwhelmed because I was looking at the top. I'm looking at this volcano, this mountain and thinking, how the hell am I supposed to do this? I've never, I mean, listen, I'm, no, I've considered myself fit for the most part, active. I hike, yeah. you know, traveling, just carrying a, all the time, backpack, you know, a 30 pound backpack on you, but to travel and hike and trek up this mountain. It's the most physically hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And you're winded, right? I mean, the altitude, I mean, the air oh, thins out. Hugo, terrible. I mean, so our group, we were five of us, I believe. And we actually, we got above the tree line because there's a point where trees stop growing because they're yeah. so high. That uh, we were so spread out because I was lacking oxygen. I was falling behind. There was somebody who was from Colorado who's used to the altitude, used to the elevation. But not the same. He was in first place. Oh, really? He was way ahead of us. It looked like he was just walking in a park. And I was like, I was lightheaded. I felt dizzy. I was like, oh, you guys just got to keep going. I'll catch up. Don't worry. And here's another thing. And another little tangent. False summits, they're a real thing. So you think you get to the end. Uh -uh. Not even close. You got another three hours to go. Holy cow. But you think, oh, this is it. And it just keeps going higher and higher and higher. So the way I was able to do that was just to take action and just push through. Sometimes in life, you can't get over things. You can't get around things. You have to go through it to be able to beat it and it's crazy. overcome it. I had a similar experience. I, I, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to many, many people around me. And that was, I climbed to the top of the pyramids in Mexico, right? The Chichen Itza. The citadels. Yeah, the Ch well, in Chichen Itza, right? Oh, okay, so, okay. So they had this massive chain in the middle of the actual steps that led up to the top of this pyramid. No big deal. I was a lot younger. I climbed it. But I didn't understand why that massive chain was laying in the center of this massive staircase of, made of stone. You know, that crazy, I don't know what kind of stone it was made out of. But yeah. I'm just like, oh, my goodness. But the reason is when I got to the top is like, and I asked, they said, look back down. So I looked back down, didn't realize how steep mm -hmm. it was. So what happens is people look back as they're climbing and get paralyzed. Literally, yeah. they can't move. Wow. From just the fear. It just takes over their body. And some shake, but what they the guides do is they, I mean, there's somebody at the top, somebody at the bottom, and there's guides that will come down those steep steps, yeah. hold you, get you closer to that center chain, and you'll sit down on every step as you hold that chain and go down step by step by step. Wow. But the crazy thing is I remember looking down and saying, I had no idea how steep I just climbed this thing. And for a nanosecond, I was like, I don't know about going back down this. I had no choice. Of course not. 
But I'll tell you what, I definitely didn't go like step by step the way I would coming down my staircase at home because, yep. you know, your mind starts playing tricks well, on you. Trekking think? back down is yeah. always harder than trekking up. Oh, really? So, wow. for example, when we climbed Mount Gung, it yeah. was seven hours up, eight hours down. Really? Eight hours down. Why is that? I really don't know. I mean, I think it's because, and I say this with my girlfriend, we say this to each other all the time, my girlfriend and I, when we go on hikes, whether we're in South America or, you know, even Mount Tamanade down the Delaware Water Gap, we always say we would much rather sweat and feel the burning physical agony of climbing up a hike instead of going down. Because when you're going down, not only is it hard on your knees, yeah. but you have to concentrate now. Right? When, you're, step. when you're going up, yeah. you're just going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're going down, it not only is it physically, but it's also a mental toll on you. You're like, I, I mean, you really be, have to pay attention here. Oh, absolutely. One wrong step, I could imagine. Yeah. Wow, that's And crazy. what was interesting about Mount Gong, one more before, before we continue, is when we were climbing up, there was parts where we were climbing up vines, like rappelling up a wall, oh. but using vines in the trees holy cow and then there was times it was just flat and i'm thinking we're climbing a mountain i thought it would be up the whole time but no it was up i could only imagine flat sometimes we were going down to go up it's hard to me the feeling when you conquered the fear the oh. doubts and you got there i thought to myself this was worth every single second of pain and agony that i went through to get up here that is great. Do you have a picture by any chance? Just, yes, of course. You know what you got to do? Send it to me. I absolutely when will. When I post this podcast, I'm going to upload it's a picture. It's one of my favorite pictures I awesome. have. Awesome. I look forward to getting that. favorite pictures that I have, man. And so, what's really cool is, I'm, before I, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Oh, no, that's right. At the top of Mount Agung, you yeah. can see the summit of another volcano in the distance above the clouds. That's crazy. So we saw the sunrise at 10,000 feet. Oh, that's phenomenal. It was what really a cool. great experience. It was really cool. Oh, that's fascinating. Not too many people can talk about these things. I mean, that is just great. And you know what's cool? Here is Chris McCormack. He's sitting across from me. You know, and you know, you you look like an everyday great guy. I appreciate that. And behind the scene, there's the, you know, you, you, it's not like you do this for a living, right? Yeah. Climbing summits. Right. I mean, you're a world traveler, no right. doubt, right? right? It's amazing you've accomplished all these different things. I mean, because you were sharing some other stories that I thought was just were crazy, like in the Amazons. Yeah. That was I thought that was like so some people wouldn't take that as a compliment. Oh, you know, here's Chris McCormack. He looks like an average normal no, guy. No, no, and I don't know way no, do but, I mean it by no, that. No, but I, you know what? That means that I'm doing yeah. my job because when I talk about traveling yeah. and I try and educate people on how to travel, I'm not trying to say, hey, look at me. Look yeah. what I have done. Yeah. Look at all the stuff. I'm trying to say, look what you can do. Exactly. Well, I, am, I am not any more special than right. anybody in this world. Exactly. I'm really not. Yeah, Chris, and that's what I meant, Chris. Uh, and I'm glad you didn't take it the wrong way. Of course. No, it's a compliment. Beauty, the beauty is that, you know, I look at you and I'm like, you're almost inspiring me. And I, I don't think at 55, <laughs> I want to try that. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it back down. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I'll make it up, you know, yeah. but you almost inspire me, you know, because it's like, man, you, you know, you travel the world and you got it in your head that you want to do this. You broke that barrier, right? That, oh, that fear, you know, the paralysis that kicks in, the overwhelming feeling that you get. The hardest part of getting to outer space is that, you know, ascend through the atmosphere, through the clouds and breaking through. That's the hardest part. And it's only like, now don't quote me on this. I really don't know. Maybe like seven or 10 miles north or, you know, into, yeah, the, yeah, sky, into the sky, through outer space. Yeah. The hardest part is breaking through that is barrier. breaking through. And once you break through the atmosphere, right? Yeah. The stratosphere, whatever fear or whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah. What fear is it, Hugo? Yeah. What fear? Yeah. What, <laughs> what fear is it for you? You're good, Chris. <laughs> Listen, earlier on, we were talking about this whole thing about the, you know, the hardest part of any journey, right? We touched upon fears, 
scouts. Talk to me about haters. You had mentioned that. I mean, I know that we could probably go hours on this one. I don't want to give him too much time, but... <laughs> You're right. They don't deserve it. You know, Cat Williams, he's a comedian. He had a stand-up one time. I think it's called The Pimp Chronicles. <laughs> but one time he said, in, in this show, he said, if you don't have X amount of haters by the end of the summer, then you're not doing it right. You're right. No That's one cares about the person who isn't doing anything. That's right. The people, the athletes who get booed, you know, anybody who is trying to be successful, you're just, you're just going to have haters. And that's just nature of the beast. You got to accept it. You got to accept that is right. And, and I've learned that, especially, you know, I've, I've learned that just more recently than ever, especially with everything that's gone on, whether it's politics or just, yeah. you know, in the pandemic hitting and everything, you yeah. really you, know, you kind of start seeing the light in a way for the type of people that are out See there. See some true colors out there. You, exactly. See just, some true colors. Yeah. Some, I was shocked. I learned a lot. I mean, you know, you think you've seen it all right. And yeah. you kind of rubbed elbows with the old types of people and personalities and characters. And then you just learned a lot more, you know, about mm -hmm. human and human nature. And, you know, I could say something or write something, you know, and publicly post it. And you're going to get, you know, I would hope the percentage is a lot higher than the, the negatives, negative right? feedback. Yeah. But there's always somebody there that actually I think they're dissecting everybody's comments because they're yeah. just looking as to where they can comment something negative. Yep. I mean, they live off of that stuff. They're miserable. Miserable people. Oh, my God. It's, it's people like that that you just, you really... Feel bad. I, I really do. feel bad. I do. I do. Because life is so beautiful. It is beautiful. We, you know, and I got a heart of gold. You know what I mean? I'm always yeah. willing to help anybody. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, no, nah, I mean, the haters, it's a hard thing to accept. But one thing I can, you know, offer any advice to anybody out there who wants to be an entrepreneur, athlete, anybody who just wants to succeed, the higher you climb, the more haters you will get. So, yeah, it's just the way it is. The nature of the beast, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So you're right. Let's not give the haters any more time. They don't deserve it. They're done. Let's talk about the fact that I always like to think of, so you're inspiring me, right? And I like to think of it like, you know what? I'm always that guy that's willing to try something new. Yep. You know, and even if I did say, try to climb a mountain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't make it, I tried. You tried. You, you know, tried. and I'm happy for that. It yeah. was, you know why? Because I... I had an experience, man. Right. You know, uh, not too many people break that little barrier and say, oh, I'm going to do it. I've yeah. learned the most in my life from all of my failures and all of my, mm, I could have done better there. Yeah. Well, mm. listen, is it truly a failure? Well, that's, I'm, I was just about to get to that. Uh oh, you don't fail. You just learn either you win or you learn. That's the, I love that. So people, you know, it's a common, what's the word I'm looking for? The common, um, nominator. I mean, yeah, you know, they say like, oh, he, oh, he took an L he lost. He took an L. Oh yeah. The old L. The yeah. L I'm taking is learning. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Either you win That's or you great. learn. And you know what? <laughs> you, you have to look at it the way because the only time you are considered a failure is if you stop trying at it. That's right. And if you quit, now you're a failure. Yeah. But if you just keep going and keep going, no matter what. It's, it's funny that you say this because, you know, people have asked me, they said, Hugo, talk about the companies that you've built, right? Some of the small businesses I, and startups I have had in the past. And then they asked me and talk to me about some of the ones that have failed. And I, I have to sit back and I'm honest with them. And I'm like, well, I really wouldn't say I failed or any of the businesses truly failed. Some because of other reasons, meaning other businesses I was launching at the time. It just wasn't the actual perfect time for that business to boom. Yep. So it's not that that business failed. It just never had the opportunity. And what I did is I actually let it go because I put all my attention on the other one that was about to explode. You know what I mean? So I truly say, listen, I tried. It was a great little business. 
And I wouldn't say it failed. I just said I, I kind of put it down to the good you know, for you though for being able to say you know what yeah. I gotta I gotta cut dead weight here. I gotta yeah. let this go. It didn't no, work. I learned. Out. It I, didn't work. It didn't I, work I out. Learned. Yeah, it didn't work out at that time. Right. You know, and I, right. it didn't also have, in all fairness to that business, it didn't have my full attention. Right. You know, just there was too many other things happening. But that's why I say that business did not fail. It just wasn't the right time, man. And I learned a hell of a lot. Yep. So listen, sometimes you would think, right, that the closest people to you be supporting those trips, be supporting those ideas, yeah. crazy ideas, whether, yeah. you know, talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, since day one of me setting my mind on saying to myself, I'm going to travel the world no matter what, at any cost. This is what I want to do. And just tell our listeners, how old were you when you decided to I actually was start traveling the world? 20 years old when I went to Australia. Jeez. Yeah. It's crazy. Good for you, though. And I'm and I believe I said this in the last podcast with episode 43. I said when I decided to make that decision and go to Australia, I found out how Michael Jordan felt when he picked up a basketball. I remember you saying that. And I said, I and love I, that. I, Hugo, I swear, man, I said to myself, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I'm gonna find a way. I don't know how. I don't know how. At that time, when I was 20, yeah. I had no idea how. But I just had to keep it simple and push through the fears and push through the barriers that you know being from. The East Coast, New Jersey. Yeah. You're learning a lot out there in the world, you know? Like, yeah. you know, it's 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 really, it's remarkable to see how far I've come, man. Oh, Seriously. my goodness. It's, I love our conversations. They just, yeah. they just we, we, we forget we're recording. Even off recording, we yeah, have great conversations, right. too. Yeah. But, mm. no, I mean, seriously, everything you've ever wanted in your whole life is on the other side of that comfort zone. And you just got to push through and, and just fight. And, mindset, and you know what? You it's going to be, it's going to take hard work. Yeah. It's going to take sacrifices. You might have to invest a little bit of money. Yeah. But you know what? If that's what you want to do, you believe in what you are doing, the product you are producing, the company that you want to create, no matter what anybody says, no matter who says it to you, if you believe in it deep down, you just got to keep going. You yeah. got to keep going. I, I mean, there's it. been so many times when I said to myself, you know, I, I'd, be, I'd be traveling. I'd say, you know, is this really what I should be doing? And I think to myself, like, yeah, this is because I can't keep my mind off of this. <laughs> I can try as hard as I can, but I can't. My mind can't shake this. I can't, you know, I've had plenty of hostels offer me jobs. I've had plenty of farms offer me jobs. They say, hey, you know, we can work here and, you know, we'll give you free accommodation. We'll give you food for free. You know, just, just work here. No, just, not for you. It wasn't for me. It no. felt too small. Yeah. Felt too small. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with anyone who's doing it out there. But for Absolutely me personally. Not. Well, you have a different vision. Yeah, yeah. I really do. I really do. And just because not everybody sees your vision doesn't mean that it can't become a reality. Absolutely. And that's really hard to, you know, once you're first going through that, because you think like, hey, you know, aunts and uncles and grandpas, grandmas, anybody in your family, it could be your mom, it could be your dad. When there's resistance to what you want to be doing, it's tough to accept. That's right. It it's tough. drives you more. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. It makes you hungrier. Oh, man. Uh, absolutely. It's, and, you know, I've been really, really fortunate and lucky that my circle, my mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law, yeah. two nephews, and my niece and my girlfriend, yeah. so supportive of me. Oh, that's the best. I mean, it just makes it easier for me because absolutely. I was going to do it anyway. It's your dream. It's my goal, though, you know? Yeah. Like, dreams seems a little too far away. Yeah. Dreams, no, nah, this is my goal. This is goals here. You know what I mean? Like, I originally, I, I called it my dream. Yeah. I said to myself, oh, this is my dream. No, no, no. No more dreams. Just yeah. goals. goals. Just goals. Because we're going to get this. I love it. We're gonna get this. You're pumping me up over here. <laughs> We're gonna get this, Hugo. I'm telling you, man. So I, I, I envision you 
almost like a tour guide. I swear. I'd be <laughs> cool. Like I want to say, Chris, do me a favor, man. Plan out my next trip, man, because I want to do something crazy. Like I'm kind of in the works right now, <laughs> figuring something out like that with you know a tour company and things like that. This, we yeah. gotta we gotta hash out some details and, and you know iron out some and, of the. And when you do come back here, because we love entrepreneurs and Definitely. business and life lessons Definitely. here, share it with all our listeners. Definitely. And you know you that's know? the thing too. You know sometimes the first step, it's okay to ask for help. Absolutely. It's okay it's to say, okay. hey, you know, I could really use some guidance here. And that's kind of what I'm thinking about, you know, with this tour company that I'm thinking about starting just because it's really not that hard to go travel. I swear <laughs> to God, it's really not. But sometimes you need that little push. Absolutely. Take that first step. So I we'll see. It. I'm excited, man. It's cool. Oh, I'm really excited. And Chris, listen, again, I want to just say thank you. I greatly appreciate you coming here to the studio, sharing some time with us, especially this topic, right? Because yeah. this <clears throat> applies not only to business and entrepreneurship, but to life. Yeah. The hardest part yeah. of any journey is that first step. <sighs> That's deep. It's overwhelming. And we, and we come back to me at the base of that mountain thinking to myself, like, how the Don't heck? I envision it. How man. am I going to climb this thing? It's like when you were explaining it, I'm envisioning. You just got to start. Base. You just got to start. So I got to say the mindset, obviously, right? You got to set, you know, not only like your mind, body, and soul, but prepare yeah. it. Because you're you're going to different parts of the world where there's different cultures, different languages. So yep. forget living the way you're used to living. Throw it out the window. You got to be open-minded, it's right? It's not going to be anything. I mean, to take your... the experience 100%, yeah. Yeah. 200% of that experience, take it all in the yep. right way. Yep. You got to let go of everything else that you're familiar with. That's you know, hard. That's a comfort zone. It's hard. You're breaking, like we just said, barriers. And that's man. why I said before about that business, that, or maybe a couple of businesses that you had to let go yeah. because it wasn't working out. When you travel, you have to submit to everything <laughs> to submit because it's out of your control yeah everything is out of your control except for you getting on that plane or that train or taking that road trip love it control what you can control i love it you mentioned that in episode 43 my yeah, friends yeah, take a yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. it no that's a good one it's yeah a good one. working from anywhere i think i listened to it about seven or eight world. times honestly so seven yeah, because you talk about uh, you literally talk about getting stuck in the amazon because of covid hitting right yeah, and then uh yeah. trying to get out right With i mean that wasn't part u.s of the plan. embassies and that wasn't part of the plan it wasn't part of the plan is right that's life <laughs> that's what it is you made the best of it you still hung around what another few weeks yeah more like a almost a month right or yeah, yeah. I've, we we ended up being in Peru for six weeks <laughs> in a hostel room. Not a hospital, a hostel room for six weeks. No kitchen. We ate raw vegetables and canned tuna every day. In the Amazon. Yeah. Love it. While the military was outside, not letting anybody go out. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, that's And, you know, crazy. that's the thing. You know, that's the thing. You know, when you're, when you're climbing up that mountain, you have no idea what's about to happen. You know, you have know. no idea. So stop thinking about the negative. Stop thinking about the positive. Just do it. Do it. Just Pre do it. Let me ask you something. You know, I always ask this to all our guests here, right? And just give us, and I asked you this in the last time here, you know, give us a little bit of word of advice to all of our listeners. What okay. that advice be, especially around this topic here about, you know, hardest part of any journey is taking that first step. You got to believe. You got to believe. Every fiber in your being, every microcosm of your body, you got to believe. Because if you don't believe, that's really tough to overcome. <laughs> that's really tough to overcome. Uh, I and I and it. I and I get that that phrase from the 1969 New York Mets. That's right. For the first seven years, they were the laughing stock of Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. But throughout that entire 1969 season, this the phrase was "You gotta, gotta believe. believe." And they won the World Series against the Baltimore Orioles, yeah. who had three 20 game winners. That's crazy. They were oh, the, they were it. the underdogs. Yeah. 
and they beat them four games to one. Love it. So, Chris, thanks again. I greatly appreciate your time here with us all. And to all of our listeners in T20E World, continue to show us the love. Keep giving us those awesome ratings. Share some comments. Which episode did you love? With that, my friends, Chris McCormack and Hugo, and we are checking out.